We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, broadcasting live from Helix Esports Gaming Center at Patriot Place, here's Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy on WEEI. Patriots Jets at 1 o'clock. We're at Helix Esports at Patriot Place right beside Gillette Stadium. The arena is set up here at Helix Esports. Come on down and uh, check it out. We've got the, uh, what is it, uh, what was it, Overwatch, like you said? Probably there, Overwatch, yeah, 505, you could Call of Duty, whatever, yeah. whatever you need down here, they got it. Uh, very good stuff. Uh, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our friend Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. And Tommy is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lapresti, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Kern at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Kern with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Tom E., good morning, and uh, it's nice to actually have a Jets game near Thanksgiving that matters for the Patriots. I mean, it's been almost a, what, a decade since a Patriots-Jets game has had this much meaning. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think it's important for both teams, obviously, given the structure of the AFC East and the playoff race. But for the Jets, it's monumentally important because you know, they've won six out of seven. Their only loss was to the Patriots. And they must look at that game and say, that's an aberration. That's a team that we were better than. We gave them the game, and this, I think, is an important game, obviously, as I said, for both teams. But for the Jets to validate what they are building there, it's huge. Christian Barmore placed on IR on Friday. We know he's going to miss at least four games. What kind of loss is it for the team? And then overall, what have you made of his season? Already missed a few games. I know he came into it with really high expectations, but uh, your, your thoughts on Barmore to this point? Yeah, I thought that he would probably trend towards being a Pro Bowl-level player this year. He's unblockable and just a specimen in training camp during drills and the things that he can do, and I still think that'll happen. But, you know, it's a loss because you're losing a tremendously dynamic, potentially, player who can ruin an offense and attract, as we saw by a lot of the advanced stats, the number of double teams that Christian Barmo was attracting were similar to Aaron Donald and, and uh, Chris Jones, et cetera, across the league. But with Godshaw, who Bill Belichick says is one of the best defensive tackles in the league, and Dietrich Wise, who has been playing a a ton more, I think the Patriots are in a better spot than they were last year um, as a run-stopping team. But this last eight games will be the tell on that. Tom, when you look at the quarterback situation, obviously for both teams, similar guys, do you think that the Patriots can do what seems like they've been able to do since Zach Wilson has gotten the league and that's pretty much have him look like a guy who's just going to a turnover machine for you again? Is that something that you expect or uh, out of Zach Wilson, or do you expect the Jets coaches to kind of maybe get this guy to be a better decision maker? I think if the Jets coaches have not taken Zach Wilson's little face in their hands and looked deep into his eyes and said, Zach, if you ruin this game for us, 
walk home because we don't want to see you on the plane. <laughs> if they haven't done that, then that's, that's a problem because he ruined the game for the Jets in the last meeting. He played, you know, under control against the Buffalo Bills. I think it was 17 for 25 for about a buck 60 and one touchdown, no picks. The only way that this game gets out of control is if he makes negligent throws. So to me, both teams are going to want to continue to put it back into the hands of their defense in the Jets case because they can't trust Zach Wilson in the Patriots case because they just are probably afraid of the Jets' defense and what that can do to them. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with us on WEI Football Sunday. Of course, he uh, joins Gresham Keith on Tuesdays, before he made Mego on Thursdays, and of course, us here during uh, Football Sunday. Uh, Isaiah Wynn at left tackle at practice this week. Tommy, is that an indicator of anything? Do you think we're about to get a shift of the front five up front and off of that? Do you expect anything to be a little different offensively for the Patriots today? I could be wrong, but given that the beginning of practice is all we get to see, and if Isaiah Wynn was aligned on the left side during that snapshot cameo portion of practice, Trent Brown could have been going poop. I cannot imagine (laughs) that Isaiah Wynn has earned himself a promotion to starting left tackle. He has been absolutely beyond... Negligent again. He has not been usable. He's not been usable at right tackle. He's not been usable at left guard. He's not usable. So, no, I can't imagine that 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 was tied in any way to what would seemingly be a promotion. I'm guessing we're going to see a Yodnik Juiced at right tackle, Mike Nwenu at right guard, Andrews in the middle. We'll see whether it's strange or... Um, Isaiah Winnett at left guard. Hopefully it's strange because at least he has fewer penalties of a mental um, nature. And then Trent Brown at left guard. The whole thing to me is Andrews. Can he do the job that the Patriots were lacking in the first meeting in terms of protecting Mac Jones? Well, that makes me feel a little bit better because I had just seen uh, all the reports that he had lined up over at left tackle. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about the potty break or anything like that. Or <laughs> no, I don't know that it was a potty. I don't know Something. that it was a potty break. Okay. It's just the the beginning of practice, we're only out there for like 15 minutes. True. Okay. All right. So, so that makes me feel a little bit better. So hopefully we don't see uh, him over there at left tackle. Uh, Tom, Patriots obviously hang their hat on defense, but so do the Jets. Which defense do you like better? I like the Jets' personnel a little bit better. I like the Patriots' secondary. I think the most dynamic pass rusher on both teams, obviously, is Matt Judon, who I think – the more I look at it relative to Ramondre Stevenson and the Patriots running game, Matt Judon is the Patriots MVP, mm-hmm. and it's starting to get harder to make a case for anybody else. Um, but the Jets front to back, they have young corners who are a dynamic. C.J. Mosley, Belichick has gone on and on about him, and Quinnen Williams is, you know, unlike Christian Barmore, he's out there. He's playing. <laughs> and, you know, we've seen that a few times now with, with Barmore, who's battled some injuries, but Quinnen Williams is a game wrecker. So, I like the Jets' defense, and I think Robert Sala probably likes their defense a hell of a lot too. Mm-hmm. Tom, now they got mm-hmm. a, they had a bye week, so usually this is their time to kind of self scout, reflect on what they are, and maybe you know guys trying to figure out what they can do differently. Coaches the same way. What are your expectations for Mac Jones? You know, especially starting today in this game, but moving forward as far as what they do with him um, uh, and just the whole offense around him. 
I think the frustration is going to continue because it would be one thing if the Patriots went to the break and said, okay, you know what? That's not working, but this is. So let's do more of this. Well, what's working? Right. I mean, they spent the entire summer implementing wide zone, San Francisco 49ers, Shanahan-style offense, and they're the worst in the league virtually in wide zone runs. They can run gap stuff, but they've jettisoned personnel like their fullback, Jakob Johnson, so now they're going to use a, you know, a guy in John o. Smith or Hunter Henry as their you know, wham block and tight end the way you used to and Rod Rutledge used to. Seems they're miscast, but if you go to RPO, which they haven't done a lot of, and it has it hasn't been really that successful, that might be the best thing to do. But to me, I, it's hard, Wiggy, because they probably look at it and say, "Okay, what is it that we do well that we can get do more of?" I think they're still guessing. Hmm. Uh, Tommy, defensively. In terms of matching up against uh, Zach Wilson, we were discussing earlier, last time you got enough rush, you waited, and he made mistakes. Do you do that again, or do you have to maybe change it up, bring some pressure, try to force Zach Wilson to panic a little bit? How do you see the Patriots attack against the Jets quarterback? I would imagine that they're going to try and get him into third and long because, as we know, any quarterback on third and three is probably 30 quarterback rating points higher than he would be on third and seven or worse. Get him in third and long and alternate. Hopefully you can win with Judon and Dietrich Wise and, you know, sending the, the stray blitzer or the stray pressure with five. But take your time because I'm sure that Zach Wilson is going to be under strict instructions to do not put anything in harm's way. Hit the kicking net if there is any doubt at all in your mind. Because, again, that's the reason that the Jets and the Patriots were in the kind of game they were the first time around. I mean, the Patriots, believe it or not, guys, they started, I believe, it was seven out of 12 drives in Jets territory last game, and every one of their first 10 drives ended in Jets territory, and they only had one touchdown out of it. So there's an ineptitude from the Patriots' offense that if you just back them up more, you can get better field position. Just don't give them the ball at your own 30. Do you think this is a playoff eliminator for the Patriots? I, I, I always resist that, Rich, until a team gets to, you know, eight losses. So this would be their shift. They would have room to play with. This would not be a surprising loss. I, I'm sure that there's a million people in the parking lots right now. Well, probably that seems like an overstatement. That, that might be there's high. several people in the parking lot right now. <laughs> Jumping up and down with their Patriots scarves on saying, how can this be not a surprise if they lose to the Jets? It wouldn't be. But they could pull a surprise win someplace else, you know, the Patriots could, that that we don't see coming. But I think that this is going to be a one-score game, and I think the Patriots, even though they're favored, are probably the worst team taking the field today. Really, I see, and and you know, I I I feel like this is a win for the Pats. But now that you bring that that up, because if you look at their next two games, we talk about these three games in twelve days. Mm-hmm. Like the Jets game is the game that I'm most confident in this Patriots team winning. And if you lose this game, don't you just put yourself in this position of uh, uh, of just momentum and kind of self doubt that you're going to then travel to Minnesota and then you got the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, of course you do. But, but I think that they, we've seen, and you've seen better than anybody, Wiggy, division games are a pain in the ass. No matter how many wins the Patriots have, and it's 13 right now over the Jets in a row, 
It's always competitive. It's generally a rock fight. The Jets just saw the Patriots a couple of weeks ago. The Patriots have done very little to look like an imposing team that the Jets couldn't solve. The Jets are coming off a win over the Bills. Regardless of what the Bills' recent history is, that's a very, very, very good team. So even if it does result in a Patriots loss today, couldn't you see Kirk Cousins peeing down his leg in four days? And everybody say, oh, it's a primetime prime game. Yeah, yeah. Prime time it's game. not 1 yeah. p.m. It's great. But it's, yeah. at, it's, it's at Minnesota. I think Minnesota mentally is in a different mindset yeah. of, like, the importance. Like they know how important every game is. So I don't think they're, like, overlooking them. And then at Buffalo, you know, I mean, not at Buffalo, but then you're playing Buffalo. Yep. I don't know. I just I feel like the Jets, this is a must win because you got to win two out of the next three. And if you lose to the Jets, it's going to be really difficult to split the next two games yeah it's probably the most winnable of the three given mm-hmm. what we know about the teams where they are so far but i still look at this game and say it, i think the jets are a team right now that will look at the patriots and say we should beat them tommy what happens today rock fight neither quarterback attempts more than 25 passes 17 16 jets Everybody leaves cold in the dark of uh, standard standard daylight time, and nobody's happy at all. Uh, we uh, pay a great picture, Tom. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> Tommy, we'll uh, talk to you on Gresham Keith on Tuesday. Thank you for and enjoy the day. All right, guys. Take care. There goes uh, Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. We'll actually talk some defense with the Patriots and the Jets next, but right now here's Ethan. He is ready to trend. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com, for your free trial. Week 11 of the NFL continues to roll on at 1 p.m. with your Patriots hosting the Jets right here in Foxborough. Notable players to keep an eye on include Josh Uche, Devontae Parker, and Afrini Jennings, all listed as questionable, while Christian Barmore is already marked as out being sent to the IR. Be sure to tune in right after the game for our Six Rings postgame show as well with Fitzy and Hart right here on WEEI. In college football, the Boston College Eagles were whacked 44-0 against Notre Dame in what became quite the snow bowl, while the UMass Minutemen fell to Texas A&M 20-3. And a big congratulations to the Holy Cross Crusaders, who finished their season 11-0, their first undefeated season in 31 years after beating Georgetown 47-10. With that win, they became Patriot League champions and getting an automatic spot in the FCS playoffs. Celtics are off this weekend as they prepare to face the Bulls tomorrow night in Chicago. They currently sit at 13-3 on the season, and your Boston Bruins now sitting at 16-2. Came away with another victory, 6-1 yesterday after over the Chicago Blackhawks. They play again tomorrow night in Tampa Bay against the Lightning. I'm Ethan Hersadulu, and that's what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. We'll talk about which team will have Big D energy next on WEI Football Sunday. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We got inactives coming up at 11.30, so in about five minutes... Or given when the Patriots release their, yeah, whatever they feel like it. About ten minutes will uh, end up having inactives for the Patriots and the Jets. I know there is some uh, scuttlebutt, some rumor and innuendo online there. Guys, is that right? That uh, uh, Damian Harris was working out or seen coming in from a practice field, so that mm. might mean he is inactive today. And uh, I mean, you're putting a pretty quiet season for him. Putting a lot yeah. on the uh, putting a lot on the shoulders of one Ramondre Stevenson. That's probably their best chance. Well, well it, what is he? Is he a free agent next year? Harris is. Yes, Harris, yeah. Harris right. is yeah. a free agent at the end of the year. But big D energy today between the hmm. Patriots and the Jets. They can play some defense. These guys. Yep. Uh, no Sheldon Rankins for the Patriots. We mentioned no Christian or for the Jets. Excuse me, Rankins. No uh, Christian Barmore for the Patriots today. But I want to get into the C.J. Mosley thing because even Bill Belichick acknowledged, hey, God did a good job of calling out some of the stuff. I don't know if that was a message to Matt Patricia. I don't know if that was a message to the coaching staff. I don't know if that was just Bill admitting that, hey, these things kind of happen out there. So if you're Maddie P and you know that Mosley was out there chirping and saying, hey, here's what they're about to do. Well, then, isn't it pretty easy here, Wiggs, to throw a tweak or a wrinkle or whatever and try to take advantage of that? Yeah, I, see, I think that was overblown a lot because it happens all the time in football, like, especially because we were talking about this earlier. It, here's let me, like, for everybody out there that's listening going, oh, coaching must be so difficult in advance and <laughs> they must have so many different plays. It's just like Madden that you play at home. These coaches. <laughs> oh, Lord. The, this is awful advice no, no, right no. now. No, no. These coaches. <laughs> well, listen. They, these coaches have specific plays yeah. that they really, really like. They're fallback plays that they always go to. If it's third and five, they go, here's our number one play that we're going to. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way coaches are. It's like right. when I say it's like Madden, like if you played Madden, you know when it's third and five, you're like, all right, I need to play. Yeah. You have this specific play. Well, and there's you, enough games now on a Patricia called offense. Yeah. 
yes. and if he's not really doing much different, Mosley, right. Jack Leonard, those guys right. are like, all right, we know what it is. Third right. and three, he usually I goes don't, to this. I just didn't want people to think that crank-ass 941 can call plays in the no. NFL because he's good at math. No, he might be able but to. I, you never I, know. As long as you put a little headset on the controller. Shim Shiny <laughs> thinks he can come in and call plays. But I just want you to know that they have their go-tos. Like, of course, Josh yeah. McDaniels, third and five. Brandon Bolden. Third and three. Every time. His, <laughs> But but it, you, you're Where's not Danny lying. Woodhead? But yeah. you're not lying because yeah. if you watch Vegas, yeah. he, you know what he loves to do that he did here, and I always wanted to pull my hair out. He's running a toss on third and three to loves five, it. Loves and it. he's loves doing the toss, yeah. and he's doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I, wa- yeah. I watch, so they have plays that they go to toss so, to the boundary. By the right, way, so it's not that difficult for a p- guy who studies and watches film to go, okay, same formation. Here's the down and distance. Has this play coming? They love, and then you start to watch keys of you know position guys. Like if it's a, if it's an offensive lineman and he's getting a little bit light, and you're thinking, okay, he's pulling on that. So mm-hmm. you look. I always talk, I used to do it when I played. Yeah, I could tell a defensive end who was coming versus a guy who was zone blitzing, and we used to call, hey, I got a light one down here. I mean, and this guy yeah, in front of me, right. he's about to drop off, and they're going to blitz yep. from the backside. So you can pick these things up based on formation. But the tough formations. part is the Patriots offense has a hard enough time executing when the defense doesn't know what's coming. <laughs> right. So when they do, it's almost like you have no chance. Yeah, and, and that and that and it also goes to, I think, Gresh, you brought this point up earlier, it also goes to, they don't really have – they haven't changed their much of what their offense looks like. So if you look at your offense and go, okay, we love to run this play because it's been successful for us. Mm-hmm. Now what we have to do is go, okay, maybe we add a motion or something simple that we used to do when I played both for the Patriots and the Jets, Charlie Weiss, we, we had it where it was, we would line up on one side, the quarterback would then say something, and then we'd move to the other side. Mm-hmm. So – there, there are simple things that you could do that don't make you have to change this, change the whole tra- tra- uh, trajectory of how you want to call plays. I want to see a little bit of they've worked so hard, Wigs, on the zone run. Yet, have we seen one zone run where the quarterback makes the big reach on the play action. So you like know the what Peyton Manning? A little bit, yeah. I think they may have scrapped it. Yeah, well, well that, that has his own run well, stuff. But, but that only thing. works if you run the oh, – and I was with Peyton Manning with the Colts, and that only works when you run the outside zone and you're effective at it. So that's what they used to love with Edge. When, when it was Edge and James, they used to love the outside zone. You see Denver doing it all the time. They did it mm-hmm. with Terrell Davis. My boy Orlandis Gary played there Ohio they, State hammered it a ton yesterday right. to win the they, game in Maryland they, they like that so but they're good at running the outside zone because right. then all you do is boom you stretch it out there and then you have this half boot where you run and then there's a bunch of different with Ramondre you would think that that would be something that could be effective if you get a couple of those going early but is he an outside zone runner well I think look I I I think he is in any kind of runner. I think the preference is because he's so big is you got him between the tackles. But defensively, if you're the Jets, mm-hmm. who's the guy after Ramondre 
who's the guy you want to try to bottle up the most? Like, like if you're the Jets, are you worried? Like uh, last no. time, yeah. No, no, no. Are you worried? No. Well, no. no. But the tight ends each had 60 yards against you Still, last I'm time. I'm not worried about them one bit. I'm, I'm with Rich on this one. If I'm the Jets and I'm the defensive coordinator for the Jets, I'm calling defense based off of the way I want to call defense. Maybe it's yeah. off of formations. I don't care really about the personnel at all. I mean, I'm not even really – and when I say not, like, scared, like, I'm not even really as a defensive coordinator concerned with Ramondre Stevenson. Like, I'm not concerned because he's shown he's a good player, but there's not enough consistency with him in the offense where they're mm-hmm. force-feeding him. So if I'm the Jets, I'm running my defense – Based off of what I think we do well, uh, still no one active. Still yet. no one no, active I'll, yet. I'll let you know. Uh, apparently, the uh, Colts have had offensive lineman Matt Pryor go to the hospital this morning with an illness, so mm, he's going to be out. So now they got uh, backup offensive lineman in there bad. with uh, with the with the Colts. In terms of the Patriots defensively, I know I brought up being more aggressive this time out against Zach Wilson, and last time. It wasn't really – look, you know, Wilson, we know, threw it up and made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, it feels like the Jets' running game has really kind of changed without Brees Hall. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, well, so, he was like a real home run hitter where I feel like Carter and Robinson are, are fine. Like, yeah. they're like good, solid They'll NFL running backs. They'll keep turning the sticks if yeah. you're consistent enough to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah which, they're good enough. But for that's it. part of the reason why they needed Hall because they needed was, that big playability in the run game to be able right. to get him some chunks. He was nasty. Like, he was trending maybe towards rookie of the year. Like right. He was, he was having that good of a season. Is there any worry defensively, or if you're the Patriots, is this an adjustment as the game goes on? Going in, is there worry about the Zach Wilson scheduled runs not him running around like mm-hmm. a chicken with his head cut mm-hmm. off like design runs yeah like more the- not a ton but at least enough to nah. sprinkle in there not, to, or, or do the patriots not even have to not, worry about not that really because when i he, don't think he's a tough runner he's well, not like fields or or even no Lamar. he's just the guy because he's he's athletic enough where if it's wide open maybe you're in man coverage or something and, and right. you, nobody has your back he can pick up 20 yards and it doesn't look goofy right it's not like right. matt ryan picking it up the two they right. like falling down third and 16 yeah. Yeah, he's not waddling to the the first down marker. Because unless you have a Josh Allen, a Lamar Jackson, a Kyla Murray, um, a Justin Fields, a Daniel Jones, you're really not finding many teams like who are designing quarterback runs for their quarter. Like you, Patrick Mahomes is not doing that. Russell Wilson's not doing like. But why wouldn't the Jets do that? Considering this Patriots defense is really good, but the issues have been with those guys. That's not who Zach Wilson is. That's not what he yeah, does. Yeah, he can't take too many hits. I he, think. It's not even about that, but that's not his comfort level. Like, he's not that type of player at the NFL level mm-hmm. where he can run. Like, and it don't even have to be a lot. Like, that's just something he doesn't do. So what he does, he's more of like the play breaks down, like Rich says. He keeps and, it alive and then throws it to the other team. Right, but <laughs> they want him to keep it alive and throw and make the big plays because yeah. – We've talked to Ty Law, and you guys probably talk. You guys talk to Jalen Mills all the time. Mm-hmm. The most difficult thing to do as a defensive back is plaster to a guy forever. And that's what he said. Sooner or later, guess what? As an offensive player, if I because I played with Culpepper, and I know sooner or later mm-hmm. I'm going to get open and find the uh, the open area. And so, if you have a quarterback like Zach Wilson, that's what you want to train in his mind. Hey, something breaks down, the broken play extended. 
find somebody to throw to. Uh, time for inactives. They're brought to you by the Catches Law Group, New England construction workers. If you're injured on the job, Catches has your back at CatchesLaw.com. What do we got, Keith? Joshua Bledsoe, J.J. Taylor, Sam Roberts, Kevin Harris, and Sean Wade. So that means the guys that were questionable, Devontae Parker is in, Anthony Jennings and Josh Uche are in. Of course, this list won't include the two guys that won on IR in Christian Barmore and Jake Bailey. So, so guys wouldn't be on the Harris list is guys. up. So Harris is so, up uh, and Devontae Parker is in. All right. So there we go. And really, I guess the only real mystery left is what will the O-line look at, yeah. like across right, right, the board right. left to right? But you got everybody. So you're going into you have everybody's game. playing. No, I mean, well, you again, have everyone you need to be able more, to beat the Jets. So you'll see a new you'll see a new punter. You'll get a look at yep, him. Yep. The question is, how much do you see the new punter? Is he a guy that I we're talking about s- a lot? Yeah. I bet you see him often. I bet you see both punters quite yes. a bit today. Uh, you would think advantage so. defense. Yes. Oh. Well, and that's really the thing, right? Oh, yeah. How big of an advantage do each of these teams have defensively, and does the weather match up for both of them to be able to really get after? Well, who do you think's the better defense? Uh, I, I would, think right now the Patriots are the better defense, but I would the Jets, Jets have the Jets have the stars. That's why I think people say them because they have Mosley and Sauce. See, I would Quinn lean, and Williams. I, I would, well, they have one guy at each level, which I think is super important, and, and they're really really great Patriots defenses throughout the years always had one dom- at least one dominant guy per level and I think that's what the Jets have. Well they have Jack Jones. Well who's their linebacker though? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, pick- yeah, well yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, that, oh, uh, yeah you gotta compare Bentley and uh CJ Mosley, right? So yeah, you probably edge goes to Mosley. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, no, I, they're both really good. It's not, uh, they have the advantage most weeks it feels like the Patriots are a better overall defense, I think. See I think I think here's where the Patriots are better. I, I, and this is what I think the Patriots are better at creating turnovers and getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So even though you do have Quinn and Williams, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, having a player like Judon, like I would take Judon over any of the other guys on the Right, other, and yeah, I yeah. think with Judon and the way that uh, Dedrick Wise is playing, you're more likely to create more pressure than the Jets are. Now the Jets, they have the better shutdown corner in Sauce Gardner, but right. their secondary hasn't been – Bad, you know, you think about no, it. No, no, And CJ, but overall, I would say I would give the edge only to the Patriots because of their ability to create turnovers mm-hmm. and get to the quarterback. The Jets create turnovers, but they are few behind the Patriots. Yeah. That's why I would give the edge I to the I think both are, are going to look even better than they are mm-hmm. based on who they're playing against. Oh, today. that's yeah. true. You know, that's I, think, one of those I think the offenses they're playing today, the weather as well. Yep. I mean, anytime there's wind. You know, and again, it's the whole how much. We haven't been outside in a while. Is it really affecting the kicking game? That sort of makes you wonder, you know, like in fantasy football, it's always defense and special teams. Yeah. Well, that might be the real hidden edge today is in terms of do the Patriots get it a little more off of special teams because of Marcus Jones? Has this kid gotten to a point to where you've now got to be mindful in terms of where you're kicking the ball to him. And then what I mean by mm-hmm. that is the whole try to pin him up against the sideline. We've seen it a million times with Belichick and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do the Patriots have an advantage in special teams today? Basically, do they have the better kickers? Do they have the better returners? Well, what? they have the better field goal kicker, right? I think you're yeah, always Falk, gonna, you're gonna always have the advantage. Yeah. yeah, the returner. It looks like it looks like Marcus Jones does a good job, but this game's gonna come down to the quarterbacks. Which quarterback makes the most mistakes? Well, there's that, but I but the special teams and defense part of it are like neither offense. Do you expect to have even one 75 yard drive no. for a touchdown, let alone multiple? So it's which defense and special teams can get the ball back 
on the 30 going in or on the, you know, even even like start a possession in the red zone, as crazy as that sounds, that's really those their, their best chance. Well, to- you're right. And there is there is going to be a big, there's going to be a big, like, there'll be turnovers today, but right. there'll be the one yep. that is big in terms of, you, oh, you got field position at the 30-yard that's line. It. Now you better make sure to go punch it in. So with the inactive list that you just read there, Keith, so it's Ramondre, Damian Harris, and Pierre Strong. Man, it's so weird to see the Patriots only playing three running backs because we'd always come out of the era of it was four because you had two passing backs in theory, and you always had a fullback. fullback. Now you have no fullback. They don't get the ball to the tight ends enough, which was supposed to be taking the fullback out, and now it's just three running backs. So part of it is the offense. I think the other part of it is I don't know if they've had anybody as good as Ramondre Stevenson in a long time and and somebody that you can throw to and hand the ball to. Right. They've been so leery. Like, Sonny Michelle couldn't catch it or, like, they wouldn't throw it to him. They didn't really throw it to him. You know, James White, you wouldn't hand it to him. Right. right? So you had so many guys like that. Or you hand it to him, and he was like – a specific run. He was like more yeah. of a oh, yeah. third down draw type of runner. No, but he's definitely their best all around back they've had in a super long time. And right. they haven't really developed the passing game out of the backfield like I thought. And I don't know if that's personnel based because again, Ty Montgomery now he's done for the year. Right. But they don't have that James White type. Yeah, so maybe they were looking for it. Why else bring in Ty Montgomery? And then it's and then just, then well, like, what the hell? Ramondre's good enough. Let's just start putting right. on it. Let him Which grow I like as too. a player. Because think about how predictable the offense is now. Yeah. It'd be even more predictable if you had the personnel tells that Josh McDaniels had, where every time James White was on the field, you're like, right. oh, here we go. They're tossing and, it. And they're right. throwing and, it. And Bill told us, though, like one of the guys that he felt like made a major improvement was Ramondre Stevens. Yeah. Oh, it's so, clear. So it's whether that's the, his. He talked about his ability to catch the football, mm-hmm. his ability to pick up blitz protection, because that's generally we're going to keep the best guy on the field for blitz protection. Like he should play seventy five. But the problem, the problem is though with Ramondre Stevenson, and this is kind of what we talked about earlier, is until they get to the point, the Patriots, where they're like, all right. We are force feeding him and building our offense around him. Does it look like if from the outside looking in, let's say you weren't a Pats, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you weren't here covering the Pats and a Pats fan. Yeah. From the outside looking in, does it look like they the offense is built around him? No, 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 no. He doesn't get as many carries as say like a Derrick Henry, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, right. McCaffrey, right, the, yeah, yeah, right. No. So, so that even goes to like we talked about defensively. Like, if I'm the Jets' defensive coordinator, yeah, I need to know where he is, but I don't have to hold, have all my attention on what he's doing. No, like other, you know, you see. Well, and the only reason why you might as a D coordinator is because there's no real clear second guy. No, I understand. Right, so you might. So even if he's not this world beater, like, well, he's the best they have. Right. So we have to sort of. But it becomes him. more of like a defensive coordinator going, okay, we're going to call defenses based off what we do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know what they're going to be in, but we're going to call. Oh yeah, yeah. Rather Stay than, in your comfort zone. Right. Rather than be like, all right, we have to kind of focus on where he is so we have to change a little bit of maybe what we do well because we need to now put more focus on this guy Uh, in terms of the jets inactives uh joe flacco inactive sheldon rankins as we mentioned uh no bryce hall and no Corey davis for the jets as well so right yeah he's been banged up he 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 has been pretty much hurt most but wilson's stepping up though the the gary wilson kid the kid from ohio state yeah he's turned it on he had the great well some of it was in kind of you know garbage time against the Pats, but he followed up with a good game against the Bills. So yeah, he's another guy to keep an eye on. Like they had a good draft. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, they go Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall, and you know that is and their other place to be. And their other first round draft pick is actually not playing the Jermaine Johnson kid. Oh right, yeah, he he was potted. <laughs> 
Uh, by the way, Gus the the Gus bus with yeah. the Ravens. What's the Gus bus up to? Out. Yeah, well. Mark Andrews in the, is in, in as the shop. is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, the Gus bus <laughs> in the shop once again. I think stays in the shop. <laughs> That's exactly right. Comes out twice a year for two touchdown games and then goes back home. So this is normally where we would get to the who outside of New England is under the microscope today. But with what happened in Buffalo going to Detroit, I have so many questions for Jermaine on this because the Bills, quite honestly, folks, needed the neighbors of the players to help dig them out because of a decision that they made on Thursday. We're going to get to all that next on WEEI Football Sunday. We're at Helix Esports at Patriot Place. Man, it's filling in here. Look yeah, at this, is. huh? It is. It's because it's cold outside. We, yeah. know, we know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, we get it. Down, down, down. Play a video game. Jump on a video game. That's right. Uh, are you talking to Zeke or are you talking to... Uh, he's all over it. There's, there's that car video game over there where it looks pretty cool. Yeah, i got to say, good. those are always filled up over there. Whenever yeah. we're here, this place can be full like it is right now mm-hmm. or maybe 10 people, but right. five of them are playing that race and mm-hmm. whatever that is over there. You try the lemon pepper wings before you leave. <laughs> well, the, uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, decided not to race to the airport on Thursday when they heard that uh, five to six feet of snow were going to hit. In fact, I do believe they showed that the official measurement in Orchard Park, Uh in the stadium, I don't know what they call it now, up there with the Bills, 77 inches, apparently. Now, the Buffalo Bills decided on Thursday to be like, yeah, on Friday we'll just wait out the snow and we'll, we'll meet virtually and then on Saturday we'll take off and go to Detroit and then... Yesterday, the Buffalo Airport was closed for hours. They had a travel ban. Yeah. Like we've they, had those around here a few times. They, right. they had a travel ban. And, by the way, for over 60 inches of snow, that's to be expected. It's I don't think it snow. caught anybody off guard. However, there's all the videos out there of neighbors of players who were out there with their snowblowers trying to get these guys out. People were – a couple of guys were like, oh, you got a snowmobile? Oh, we're not that far away. Dropped them off at, with snowmobiles and things like that. So, Wiggs, I don't know if you ever played and there was like an impending natural disaster or something like that, but with the stress it puts on the players of getting out of their house on right. Saturday and then getting on a plane and going to Detroit and hoping to God you can get you be able to take off, it feels like the, the Bills made a decision to put an inordinate amount of stress on their players. Right. Is it a big deal or not? No, I, I, think, it, I think it definitely plays into it, it being a big deal, because as a player, you, you, you are a creature of habit, but you want to be able to do things, especially at, that, at the NFL level. You're so spoiled. Like you don't you don't right. lift a finger to do anything, right? And so why make it more difficult on me? And now I have to m- figure out how do I do this? I'm buried in. I seen some of those videos like they were literally buried in oh. their houses. So why not just leave on Thursday? Get out before the snow becomes an issue. That's what I would have did. Like get out before the snow became an issue. I might even you know if you got family and you could say, all right, maybe I get my family out there out of there before it comes becomes an issue and just let them go wherever and then they could come back and then you could take that kind of pressure off your mind. But the fact that you you know now you have to wait it out. There was probably some power outages. It's just stupid to do when you're trying to prepare for games. I'm so yeah. disappointed that they're not playing there. I am so <laughs> mad that they're not playing there because we all love a snow game, right? Yeah. Anytime there's snow, you love a snow game. This would have been the most snow 
Ever. And I understand there's probably issues getting to and from the stadium. Maybe you tell people there's no fans and you do an empty stadium. Well, the game. travel well, ban is a, yeah. Travel <laughs> ban throws a factor of it, but these guys don't need the travel ban. Hell, we dri- I would drive in travel bans to do updates for a night show. So, listen, <laughs> I think they can play a football game during right. a travel ban. So, that one to me, I was just so disappointed. But you can't have both things. You can't say the storm is so bad, we're not even going to have a home game, and then wait to the last minute to leave. <laughs> right, like, right. you were aware that it was that bad, so you're forfeiting a home game. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll just wait. Was it like, like well, the no. storm snuck up on you? Nope, they were well aware like of it. Like, you went to bed, and you, you know, like... No, we've been talking right. about it all week yeah, here. The, the like, issue was, was it going to be three feet, yeah. which is bad, or right. six feet, which, like, shuts down a region. It's like so, a kid who goes to sleep on Christmas yeah. and wakes up hoping there's snow on the ground. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing. So that part is crazy, because now... <laughs> The Bills will play two straight games in Detroit. In Detroit. So, in a way, it, it starts out as a disadvantage, but now don't you just stay there? You're playing on Thursday. Well, they, had to, well, they had to clear out, apparently, and, and I could look up the official name of it, but I guess at the uh, at the at Ford Field, uh-huh. they were having kind of like an indoor Thanksgiving carnival oh, wow, where, where, believe it or not, and I'll try to find the pictures of this, on like Friday, yeah. There's like Ferris wheels and stuff yeah, set up uh, in okay. there, and then they apparently it took a hundred and fifty people to break down all that stuff and get it out to then get the turf down inside Ford Field in time for today's game. Well, you see that the the, the I so who s- goes to this game by the way? Is it just uh, general admission? Uh, apparently, no. Work? Apparently, they have sold. I think it's like fifty eight thousand tickets or something. Wow. Somehow, I think people I mean, from Buffalo bills. are going. Well, yeah, that makes. Oh, sense. here it is, right here. So it was the Ford Field transition. So you can take a look at it. Oh I'm my showing God, the guys here. Like carnival look, in they there. had it, oh, wow. it, it was like the thing that would set up in your Walmart right, every like, summer. You was know, like Bill's, Mall Bill's Browns coming in. Well, you know what I, I would think like the, the like get out the get out on the Thursday, right? Even though I don't mind that they're not staying there, they play on Sunday because the flight from Buffalo to Detroit it's probably an hour and it's 15 quick. minutes. It's not yeah. that it's not that far. The Bills sold 56,000 tickets for the Browns game in 3 hours. Wow. Oh God. How are those people getting out? I don't know. What are they or is there in their way? Is Santa coming oh, you know, to Bills up? fans in yeah. uh, Michigan? <laughs> Well, you know, well, I I mean, you know you it's Buffalo well fans. They're probably used to the snow anyways. Like or Lions said. fans. Like, hey, we might get some good football. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we could see some offense today. Right, let's God. go watch Josh Allen. Actually, with the Lions, they no, have defense. a ton of offense. It's defense. defense. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, don't, I, I do have the issue of I would have rather, if I was playing, I would have been like, let's get out on Thursday. You, you yeah. Know what oh, I mean? yeah. Make get it out on the Thursday. Make it nice and easy. So, if you got to stay the extra two days in Detroit, it is what it is. But um, it, I think it just puts more strain on yeah. the players. I don't get why Sean McDermott would do that anyway. It just don't make no sense yeah, to me. It, it no. made zero sense whatsoever because, again, they can get a plane ready. You know, yeah. So you're cutting the check for it. So it's like, all right, come on, Delta, let's go. Uh, as we head to the final hour of WEEI Football Sunday, we are broadcasting from the Best Yet Brand Studios. We're at Helix Esports at Patriot Place right beside Gillette Stadium. The bar area is a filling up. They got great wings down here as well. As you, uh, Wigs mentioned, try the lemon pepper wings. They're absolutely fantastic. We will preview the Week 11 games coming up in about 25 minutes from now. We'll also get you some picks out the door. But up next, what needs to go from the Patriots offense conceptually? Maybe the whole thing. Who knows? <laughs> I was say, <laughs> lot, lot to, to Scrap it from. all. Yeah. Uh, we will break down the Patriots offense in front of one of the bigger Patriot Jets games we've had in a long time around here next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.